Courtney, we are back with another guest. Yes, we are. We are here with Yvonne Armenta, who's a UC Berkeley graduate in 2017. Yes. Welcome, Yvonne. Yeah, Thank and you. a keynote speaker keynote from speaker. 17. Absolutely. So, Yvonne, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and basically why you, why are you at Inacol? Yeah. Um, so, hi, everyone, everyone that's listening out there. Um, <laughs> I was I presented today on my experience uh, going to a project-based learning high school, essentially, where our cur curriculum was very much project-based um, oriented. We did presentations every year, um, two presentations every year to be exact, on all the projects that we had worked on. Um, and our parents came in, teachers came in, and we were, we were evalu evaluated in that way. Um, and so I think that the reason that I'm here today is, is sort of to, um, to tell people about my experience and the ways that I think that it has helped me in my, in my college career. Um, like you said, I um, recently graduated from UC Berkeley, and I definitely don't think that I um, would have been, I mean, not that I wouldn't have been able to, but wouldn't have been able to in the way that I, that I did now. I truly, truly do... Um, value my education and I value like everything all the learnings that I got from it but I always say this that college for me has very much been um, more about the experiences that I've been able to have um, aside from academics because college is very uh, traditionally academic mm -hmm. like oriented yeah, it is, it yeah. Is, it is. Um, I've, I've had to go out of my way to find these extracurriculars that um, align with my passions and that more so align with sort of this project-based learning experience that I had in high school so you're when you think about your school experience as a whole, was most of your public, you went to public schools? Mm -hmm. Was most of your public school experience of that more traditional? It was. It yeah. definitely was. Um, it, it was a lot of, I talked about this during my um, keynote presentation, but I said that um, as the daughter of an immigrant, I always, I, I'm taught sort of not to question things. I do things because you have to. And sure. school was one of those things, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was one of those things that probably still is but yeah. I have a different perspective yeah. on right. it I uh, yeah all throughout elementary and middle school I sort of had this traditional um, schooling and right there there's a difference right so schooling and education and then once I um, <laughs> once I got to high school it was yeah. very much like I had, I had so much agency in what I wanted to learn and it was cool because I got to not only learn deeply about what I really wanted to um, but I got to learn a little bit about what everyone else in my classroom was 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 doing so if we had in, yeah. yeah so if we had research papers I was doing research on my own of mm. my interest of my my own topic um, but I also got to learn a little bit about what everyone else was was um, learning about so it created this atmosphere of just learning I bet like, and then you would learning. spark interest in each other or something yeah right? yeah and you're like oh I didn't even think about that um, and so that I think is what project-based learning does for students so can you talk a little bit about um, <laughs> we what? both have questions. <laughs> have questions. <laughs> Can you talk about what your the high school you went to um, did and what like the, the adults there did to help you develop these skills and be aware of your interests? That's a question I think educators ask all the time is how do we get our learners to even know that they have interests, what they are, and then how to connect their learning? So what, what happened for you? <laughs> yeah, so my teachers, kind of like, um, you know, when you have five-year-olds asking you why, why, yes. why? That's what my teachers did all the time. So they didn't let me just choose something. They said, why are you, why do you want to learn about this? And what is the actual reason, right? Um, and another thing is that, for example, our, my high school was very big on this. So our presentations, um, the college success portfolio defense that I did, which was uh, my senior year, I presented on three projects and I had a metaphor for it. I connected it to all these different things. I had teachers asking me questions back and forth. If I did not pass it that day, um, I had another opportunity to keep passing it. Right. So I had 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, so many opportunities to always pass my presentation mm. um, to one show that I had mastered the knowledge, but also that I had this confidence and that I knew what I knew that how this could help me in the real world. And I think that sets students up for success because you're like, well, my teachers believe in me, then yeah. then I have to be able to do this, um, and I can do it even better than right. than I thought I originally thought I was going to do. Right. Um, so I think that's the one thing that they always always did was. They were just so passionate about the work that they were doing and what project-based learning did for their students um, that they sort of passed that on to us. Even when in the beginning, it, it's hard, right? In the beginning, we were like, yes. okay, why well, do we have to do this? Like, this uh, this is annoying. Like, <laughs> why I get nervous? Always did it. Right, yeah. like, I get nervous. Why do I have to talk in front of people, especially my parents, right? Like, um, that was the one, another big thing for me was they involved your family. And um, usually it's, it's not, you're not talking about your work to your mom. You, they just look at the grade, right? right. And they determine whether right. you're doing well or not um, and my mom was like wow Yvonne I didn't know you could present like that and I was like yeah I sort of have to but um, but it's been great and, and and I have been able to have like great opportunities like this one where yes. I talk about all this learning and um, and I know my peers also have great opportunities like outside as well so um, we've, we all benefit from this kind of learning in very different ways so when you when you started high school by the way Courtney asked the question that I was going to ask, <laughs> and that. then my next question, you already answered it. So <laughs> wow. Thank you. So this is going. This is really. I'm a fortune really teller nice. too. Yeah. I read amazing. minds. <laughs> so I guess one of my questions would be, um, when you went into this public high school, so it's a public high school, right? So yeah, it's a charter school. Yeah, it's, it's a so charter it's school. So yeah. did you choose to go to that school on on purpose, or is that? just how you flew into it? So when I was um, in middle school, I was applying to different um, different high schools and one of my middle school teachers uh, recommended this school to me. She was okay. like, oh, go to this one. You know, it's like smaller. Um, and at the time I was also just not social. <laughs> I was very like to myself. She said, you know, it's smaller. Maybe it'll it'll work It'll work for you. Um, and so that's how I, um, and, and you do have to sort of, you fill out like a sort of application, but not not really. It's gotcha. like anyone that really wants right, to go yeah. will go to, um, to my, by the way, it was Metropolitan Arts and Tech High School. Okay, thank you. Okay. Shout out. We will definitely link to that. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. That's worth a link right there. Yeah. So when you went to this high school, did you have aspirations at that point to go to Berkeley? You know, at the time, I remember that um, I, I sort of didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like, I, my mom didn't go to college. So, you know, she, she says, go to college, go to college. You need mm -hmm. to go to college. But I don't know what college to go to or what program to go into. Um, so no, I didn't. But um, I had a teacher, I think, who, who did graduate from, from Berkeley. And um, we had all these uh, on-campus visits. And I they made you actually do research. So with, this, with the juniors and seniors, um, you had to do research on the schools that you wanted to go to, why you wanted to go to, the majors that they had that you might be interested in. Um, and they... Our advisory um, time, which was when we met with our advisor, right. was dedicated to just looking up schools and deciding which ones are your top four, which ones are going to be sort of like your safe schools. Um, and and then I remember that my freshman year we took um, we took a an like on-site yeah. yeah, and I remember saying like thinking like wow UC Berkeley is so cool like not not knowing also that everyone's like oh my god UC Berkeley the number one public yeah, you know sure. not knowing this yeah. not knowing this at all I was like this is such a beautiful campus I've never even been here I actually thought that UC I, I didn't even know I was like where is UC Berkeley um Yvonne in Berkeley right <laughs> I, that's how that's how little I really knew about like college and, and what I wanted to do um so so yeah I, I didn't know but but my freshman year I was like this is this is where I want to go um, and I also I had other schools in mind too. Sure. Um, sure. But my, my teachers really really helped me solidify my choice and kind of like I remember when I found out that it was the number one public um, university I was like 
do I want to go there? Like, I got accepted, and I talked to my college counselor on the phone, by the way. I was like, Nicole, I just don't know. Like, should I do this? Like, I don't know. She's like, Yvonne, are you kidding me? <laughs> yes. Um, so they really have played, they played a huge role in, like, me getting into college, me staying there, because yeah. I stayed in touch with um, a lot of my, my college counselors and my teacher. Um, so shout out to them too. Yeah, that's, that's really wonderful. good. Yeah. So was you just mentioned something that it, they were they helped you stay there? Were, was there a time that you were you thought of leaving Berkeley to go somewhere else? No, no, no. So I okay. mean, what I mean by they helped me stay there is that so, like I said before, um, Project Based Learning instilled in me this idea that um, I. One, you know, there's these traditional forms of academia that I have to fulfill. Like, I have to take these tests, I have to do that. But it doesn't mean that I can't pair it with something that I'm passionate about and that I truly, truly, really do enjoy. Um, and so I knew that I, um, you know, I joined Hermanas Unidas, which is this um, on-campus organization on campus that uh, helps Chicana Latina women um, stay on campus and sort of right. have this, like, support system, right? Because as a first-generation college student, um, especially in my classroom of, like, sometimes 2,000 people were, where I saw like five other people of color and five other Latinas, um, I, I would talk to, to my um, my teachers who who had a different perspective about their college, their own college experience, right? Mm -hmm. Like, actually, most of my teachers were, were white, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I took a lot of their sort of internalized uh, views on college educa education, and, and I was like, well, if, if they did it, then, then I can do it too. And they definitely did encourage me. They were like, Yvonne, you know, you, you've got this. They they understood my experience, even though they had probably hadn't been through the same thing. They'd been through like a different version of it somewhere sure. somewhere else. Um, and so that's what I mean by they helped me stay there. They gotcha. like really were there for me. They encouraged me whenever I was like, I don't even I don't know what I'm doing here. You know, um, they were they were always there to say, no, like you belong here. Um, one of my teacher, one of my college counselors, um, actually lives in Berkeley. I took care of her kid for a little bit. Nice. <laughs> I like babysat. <laughs> nice. um, so we would stay in touch all the time. Right. So it sounds like relationships are really important to you in your education. They are. They yeah. Are. And yeah. it sounds like your high school intentionally fostered that also. Yeah, and it's yeah. not only me that stayed that's um, stayed connected to everyone, right? Yeah. Like I have, um, I recently had a, a drink with my, my English teacher, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Right. <laughs> never thought, never right. thought this would happen. Um, and, it and, is weird the first time you do that. Yeah, it is. We've all had that experience. Yes. Everyone has and she that finally added me to her, like her actual yeah. Facebook page. Right. So, oh yeah. yeah that's, that's the other one. So that's how you know we're we're <laughs> friends now. Um, but my my um, my peers also stay in touch with all of them, and and we're, we're always text each other like, oh, Abby told me this. Abby said this. Really, she told me this. You know. Um, so it's it, it's like a family, and it's Good. it's. It's what your learning experience should feel like. You, like you shouldn't feel like, oh, I'm gonna make a mistake, right? Because family always stays there with you no matter what. So even if I did like get a lower grade on this, they're there to help me out and like improve it. So nice. So what are some of the next steps for for you personally? What what are you doing now that you're a college graduate? Yeah. So I'm finishing up a fellowship at um, Uber, where I was on their diverse or am on their diversity and inclusion team. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of research into initiatives that they could kickstart up at their at, at, within Uber. Um, I've done like a lot of like project proposals, which is like Neat. directly yeah, related. right there, <laughs> real life application. Of yeah, yeah, like I'm not Absolutely. I'm not at work taking a test yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, I'm actually talking to people and interacting with them and saying like, hey, I think this is a really good idea. We should do it. Yeah. Um, and then I after that, I'm starting this. Um, an events management assistant position at a small marketing firm which I'm really excited about because wow. it's um it's like 
it's ran by by women of color. Mm-hmm. It was started by women of color, and it's, it's it's small right now. But I I see big things in the future. For oh, it. good! I'm sure that's why they want you there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the CEO is actually the founder of Hermanas Unidas at Berkeley. Um, so she she started the the the. The really nonprofit the there, and yeah, the yeah, and awesome. and then it went on to be at eighteen different chapters. So I already am like in awe by her. So I think that working for her is going to be cool too. That's perfect. Yeah, that sounds like a perfect yeah. place. Sounds so good. Well, thank you so much for coming by and talking with us. It was really nice. Yeah. Thank so we you. do have the one last question for you. Uh, we always talk about what's your biggest doo-doo of personalized learning. So what are you thinking? Um, I think my biggest doo-doo in personalized learning is to never stop. Um, asking questions and I mean that both for the teachers and the students where um, I I should never stop questioning my um, my place in my education but my teachers shouldn't stop challenging me that was fantastic yes <laughs> yep we're done thank you very much cool. for today yeah thank no thank you um, good luck thank you yeah